0: Bill O'Reilly here. Friday, September 3rd, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. First to Afghanistan, that beleaguered country is gone. It is now under the rule of totalitarian Sharia law, fanatical Muslims who will kill you for anything. Not counting the Native American conflict, the longest war in American history is officially over. After two decades, $1 trillion, 2,500 service members killed, there are no longer any U.S. troops in Afghanistan for the first time since October 2001. You have seen the pictures of the 13 Americans returning to Dover, Delaware, after being killed by a terrorist bomb in Afghanistan. President Biden met the coffins as they came off the plane, as you saw, and then checked his watch. Unbelievable. As of this year, nearly 25 percent of America's entire population was born after the September 11th terror attack, which, of course, triggered the Afghan invasion. Now to the Gulf. Hurricane Ida crashing into Louisiana with wind gusts 185 miles per hour. Hundreds of thousands remain without power right now. Officials say the outages could last two weeks. Now, Ida is causing flooding here in the northeast where I am. Despite being ranked the strongest hurricane on record to hit the bayou country, the deadliest storm in reality occurred in 1900. The great Galveston hurricane killed 10,000 Americans within six hours. Finally, some mixed news on COVID. Vaccination rates are up in places like Alabama, Louisiana, and Missouri, but so are new infections. Florida, now the worst spot in the country for the contagion. 14 portable morgues have been sent to Florida to cope with the rising death rate. The European Union removing U.S. citizens from the safe travel list, making it more difficult for us to visit the EU this fall. Travelers must produce a valid reason, like visiting relatives. There is some good news, however. Ireland will finally open next month because about 90% of the 5 million people living in the Irish Republic are now vaccinated. I'm going back to the old country next June when I believe COVID will be greatly diminished all over the place. Vaccination is the key. Coming up, the message of the day. Listeners, sound off. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listener sound off. We do this each Friday. You can reach me with an email, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. We'll begin with Norman in La Mesa, Texas. Bill, isn't it fair to say that the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan should lie mainly on the backs of the Afghan Army. Norman, I don't think that's entirely fair, but it is predictable that once President Biden stopped air cover for the Afghan Army, they would fold. Now, we hear that the USA invested billions of dollars, trained the Afghan Army, and all of that. That's true. But essentially, the Afghanis were mercenaries. They joined the army for a paycheck. They had no allegiance to a central government in Kabul, President Ghani, because that's not the way Afghanistan works. It's a tribal culture. People's allegiance are to their towns and areas. It's a lot like ancient Rome. When the emperors started hiring mercenaries to protect Rome instead of Roman legions, that's when Rome collapsed. Edward conquered New Hampshire. 81 million people voted for a man because they didn't like bad tweets. But the sad thing is a lot of those fools think President Biden's doing a good job. I'm not sure, Edward, whether many people think Joe Biden's doing a good job. What we have here is failure to admit mistakes. It is very hard for most human beings to say, you know, I was wrong in doing anything, particularly when the vote is so obvious now. So I was on the radio uh, at WABC today talking about how Joe Biden has led to two humanitarian disasters in eight months, the border in Afghanistan. In the first eight months of the Trump administration, there were no humanitarian disasters, but people voted emotionally, as you pointed out. Randy Maywood, Nebraska, Bill, you say Susan Rice and Chief of Staff Ron Klain are making decisions for President Biden. What about former President Obama? Susan Rice is very close to Barack Obama, but I can't take it further than that because I'm not privy to any of that information, but I would think that Mr. Obama is offering opinions. Nancy, Sacramento, California, narcissism becoming a very bad problem in the USA. I believe Joe Biden and a lot of Democrats are narcissistic. Republicans too, Nancy. Many think Donald Trump is a narcissist, but you are correct in saying that narcissism is a very bad problem. It is now categorized as a mental disorder. Look it up, and if you know any narcissistic people, get away fast. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by putting it together. For more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. Killing the Mob is a great read over Labor Day. I hope you get it. In a moment, something you might not know.
1: Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere.
0: Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. In 1899, an article appeared in the Harvard University newsletter saying, quote, everything that can be invented has already been invented, unquote. Uh, wrong, you Harvard people. Back then, less than 5% of rural America had electricity. Ford's Model T car was a decade away. And dentists used cocaine instead of Novocaine, which had not been developed yet. The average life expectancy in the USA in 1899 was 49 years old. Obviously, much has changed. But things could be even more different a hundred years from today. Here are some inventions scientists believe will change the world by the year 2100. Artificial intelligence robots will likely replace vast sections of the workforce, especially in sectors like food service and healthcare. Inventors are already working on machines capable of performing common surgeries like removing the appendix. Next, renewable energy. Despite the dreams of some liberal politicians, the technology to replace fossil fuel remains decades away. Biggest goal for the 22nd century is to capture solar energy from space, then transfer it down to Earth. The biggest advancement in travel since the airplane will be the Hyperloop. That system uses train-like cars, operating in an airless tube to remove friction, theoretically a hyperloop system between New York City and London would reach speeds of 4,000 miles per hour, making the transatlantic trip in 60 minutes. Another breakthrough began earlier this year, space vacations. Rocket companies like Blue Origin and SpaceX are rapidly trying to make this vision come true. Finally, drone delivery. Don't expect human beings to drop off your packages in the future. Aerial machines will wisp stuff from delivery centers to your door within hours of ordering from an iPhone. Prepare for a brave new world if we survive the cowardly politicians. Back after this. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly, no spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.